And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, I thought to have a little bit of fun with the book of Boba Fett now that the entire series is out from Disney and Lucasfilm. We would do a spoiler review. Already had it scheduled with Matt Mungle of The Entertainment Answer. Go to theentertainmentanswer.com and mungleshow.com. But over the weekend, I said, hey, why not bring on Boba Fett himself? You know him, you love him, Mark Anthony Austin. He is Boba Fett in A New Hope Special Edition, Episode 4. He's also a pre- and post-vis specialist, a cinematographer. Go to markanthonyaustin.com. Gents, welcome to the show. I think we're going to have some fun today. Hello there. I'm glad to be on the show. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Well, Matt, it's a pleasure to have you back as always, and we're roping Boba into the discussion here, Mark Anthony Austin. Uh, general overall thoughts of the show. I mean, I thought it was good. A little bit hit and miss at parts. You know, it was a little slow, but some epic continuity maybe needed a little bit more Boba. It was, after all, the book of Boba Fett named after himself. And I would say I'm looking forward to a season two if we're just giving our general thoughts. Mark, let's start with you. What'd you think? Well, actually, I came out of it relieved more than anything because partway in, I, I was in a very uh, pessimistic place. Let's put it that way. So at the end of it, overall, looking back, I'm so relieved that it isn't you know, exactly the series I would have wanted, but it's close enough. It, it could have been way further off. So I'm, I'm relieved and, and, and I'm happy with where we are. I definitely agree with that. Like I said, missed some points, but succeeded with others. Matt, we've talked about this in a non-spoilery kind of a way. What are your overall thoughts now that we've wrapped up the Book of Boba Fett? I think same as you, gents. Uh, I was very... Concerned going into it about three episodes deep, but after it was all said and done, uh, I was pretty happy with it. I've, I've voiced my concern a lot lately, especially now that it was over. The last part of the of the season of this was the fact that I think it was mistitled, and that's what upset me. Is I wanted more Boba Fett. Don't call something the Book of Boba Fett if you're not going to focus on him. I would rather them called it the Sands of Tatooine or something a little bit more broad. So that when I get all these characters, it's like, okay, I get it. We're talking about something other than just Boba Fett because I think he got hijacked in the end. It's interesting. We talked about that the last time I had you on the show. We're going to get to the Boba Fett himself character development part of the discussion. But I love when you bring that up because I'd like to know Mark's thoughts on that. As a series, the Sands of Tatooine, you know, where Boba Fett is intermixed, I think it works a lot better than what they gave us. What are your thoughts, Mark? I agree. I mean, if you're going to call it the book of Boba Fett, it should feature, you know, your your primary character. So, I, I, I was thinking that it could be something like Adventures of Tatooine. You know, it, it could be something other than than what it was entitled. But uh, I don't know. I I'm at a loss of what. It, could be cool, but if you imagine the Mandalorian, imagine if you rewind to the Mandalorian and seeing an episode of the Mandalorian that didn't have the Mandalorian in, you'd be very upset. You know, that's all I'm saying. So yeah. I didn't quite get overall as as fulfilling as Mandalorian season one and two. It didn't quite meet that fulfillment for me, and I think that I think it was for a lot of people as well. Well, especially when they said, hey, if you loved The Mandalorian, it's going to be grittier. It's going to be more heart pounding. And I just didn't find that at the end of the day, guys. 
And Mark brings up a good point, too. It's like with this new series of Obi-Wan coming out, what if we got excited about that and half of that deals with Darth Maul? Or somebody's like, you know, I'm ready for an Obi-Wan series, and now I'm concerned that I'm only going to get a touch of Obi-Wan and it's going to go off on some other trajectory like Boba Fett did. These two particular shows where you're dealing with a handful of episodes, every minute of screen time for the title character is so crucial. Yeah, it absolutely is. Well, now let's dig into the actual development that we got from Boba Fett himself, which is, I thought, what was one of the problems of the show. Mark, we'll start with you. I loved the show. I loved watching him escape the Sarlacc after the casual fan thinking that he was dead back in The Return of the Jedi. Us that followed the saga and the comics and beyond, you know, the expanded universe, we know that he escaped the Sarlacc pit. We got to see that. That was pretty epic. You know, I love the link to the Sand People, his inner transformation. That was cool. But then we needed more of that. That was at the beginning of the show. And this new leaf he turned over was awesome, but he could have been a bit more stern. It was almost like it just didn't fit his overall character that he wasn't, you know, he took a lot of flack from people. I didn't see that as something Boba Fett would do. Well, I know why you have me on the show is because I was in the suit and I was like one of, the, one of the few people that say I'm Boba Fett. But if you think of my job, my job is actually crafting story in movies. So as a movie filmmaker, I, I kind of look at it how I would have preferred to do it. And I would have done in chronological order for one thing. The flashbacks were jarring and kept pulling me and... and because there's a complicated timeline that you're weaving into an existing timeline, you really don't want to muddy that with flashbacks. So I would have done, I would have been quite happy with four episodes of him just with the Tuscan Raiders, like slowly becoming less dependent on his armor and, and more, you know, not less dependent on his helmet, especially if he's going to take it off when he walks into a strange bar, you know? It was great that you said that, Mark, because I felt the strongest out of all of the episodes was episode two, when it really showed him connecting and going through the different trials with the Sand People. I wanted so much more of that. I did, but I also would, I loved episode four. Episode four is what gave me hope. And, you know, I came out of four feeling like, oh, finally, we, I'm, I'm getting... Because if you rewind back to the end of Mandalorian season two, all you really wanted was more of the same. Like, yes, so give me more of this. Yes. You didn't see how they could take it off track. It was going where it's supposed to go. So I was like, give me more of this. And when we got, you know, those first three episodes, it took episode four to kind of give me hope. But I was really kind of going into episode seven uh, thinking, you have to deliver on this episode because... <laughs> I haven't seen my guy in two episodes, you know. If he blinks, you missed him in the season, uh, episode uh, six. So, um, yeah, they they really did deliver, though. I mean, I, for me, I, I mean, him riding the Rancor and all of that stuff, the Cad Bane moment. Uh, and really Tamora like as, as Boba or, is, is lights out. I, I really like his portrayal, Mark. I, like I said, I came out at the end of it relieved because I was really worried. I would have rather they not try it than mess it up. You know, I'm one of those kind of guys. Um, but I'm relieved uh, where we are. It could have been closer, but uh, you know, I, I'll, I'm, I'll take this. I got my spaghetti western. So. Yep, that, that's what Star Wars is all about. Mark, what did you think about the character development overall of the title character of Boba Fett? Did you things that you liked, things that you didn't like? 
Well, I kind of, I really wanted to see him go on the bounty hunt. You know, I wanted to see like what we'd seen with Ginger in. Like, I wanted to see why he had that status, why he had that fame in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Like, why? I want to see why. And we got denied that because the book of Boba Fett, so to me, suggested you know, a series of stories of how he became the legend he was. And I, w- I really wish they would make that series. That's what I thought was going to happen as well. Matt, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I agree with you more, and I think Mark hit it on the head. I've been trying to put my finger on what upset me about it or, or took me out of the moment, and I do agree that I wish it would have been chronological order. The flashbacks bothered me and took me out of the story. I loved him with the Sand People, but if they could have got that out of the way, like Mark said, the first four episodes, I think that would have worked better and flowed better. I also agree with you that Boba Fett doesn't seem like the Boba Fett that I expected. He seemed kind of just calculating and, and, and smart and sort of quiet. And I didn't get that from, from this Boba Fett from what I've seen in the early episodes. So I don't know what I wanted. At, yes. At the end, I was fine with it. I was, I was great and relieved that it did end uh, better than I thought it was going to, but there were just some, some, some missed marks in there that I don't know. I think could have been polished a little bit more. I agree. Noah here on Across the County speaking with Matt Mungle and Mark Anthony Austin about the Book of Boba Fett. Now that the series has wrapped up, we're talking about the finale, what we thought about the series overall. Speaking of the finale, it really needed the show to hit a home run with the episode, but especially when you didn't see Boba virtually at all in the past two episodes. So you really needed maximum Boba Fett screen time, and you also needed to have the story just have this epic climax, which I felt it wasn't a home run. But it was pretty close. He was in it enough. He was alongside Mandalorian, which I do like the chemistry between those particular two characters. And I think their stories are interwoven. So that was fine. Uh, uh, It was kind of, I guess, the cyberpunk speeder bike gang that I I just felt was misplaced. And that overall, I think, detracted a little bit from the finale. Guys, uh, let's start with you, Mark. What did you think? I think I would have accepted these mods had they just had dust on them, the same as everybody else, you know? If, they, if their vehicles were just dusty, you know, dusty, tattooing, you know, sun-beaten vehicles, not, not, they seemed so clumped into this world. You know, like, it didn't seem like they belonged in the world. It's like, why is the dust avoiding these guys and not a single other person? So had they added dust, I would have been much more accepting. But I, I was hoping... His band of, you know, when he said we need muscle, like he knows Bosk. He knows Dengar. He knows Forlom. He could hire, if he's got money, he could hire the best. And I, I really was hoping we'd have a, like a, a plethora of aliens, just like Java had for his, you know. Uh, well, sure, and they're already existing characters that the fandom yeah. would know, and I they'd be so excited about that. seeing them on the screen. I would have preferred that. Matt, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I, I could not stand the speed bike gang. I, that was just, to me, was just, I don't know. It was like almost the Ewoks to me. I could have done without them completely. Hey, I would have loved the seeing thing, the Ewoks, though. Let's, let's, be, let's be straight about the that. Only thing, the only thing that would save me is if we'd have found out that the girl in the speeder gang was actually Han Solo and Kira's daughter. If they would have sprung that on us, I would have been okay with it. But otherwise, yeah. I don't almost care. some bigger reason for them to be there, you know? Yeah, exactly. It just didn't make sense. It didn't. It didn't fit. It's like Mark said. They just. They seemed out of culture. They didn't seem part of the community. It just. Yeah. It was just so out of place to me. 
So overall, again, I, I think the finale, it wasn't a home run, but it was pretty darn good. I didn't like the way they closed the episode. Seeing Cad Bane was awesome, but I expected a bigger showdown with Boba at the end of the day. Uh, I did like that he was in the finale, though, so let's put that out there as well. I'm looking forward to a season two. I hope they see their missteps, what they did, and they bring us more The Book of Boba Fett and learn from, hey, let's not go back in time as much. Let's concentrate on Boba just a little bit more because I think that's been a pretty universal reaction to what we've seen. Well, I'm hoping that, you know, because we lost two episodes, that we kind of really got two episodes owed to us from season three of The Mandalorian. So I'm just thinking that now they've worked with each other a number of times and obviously can work well together. That and they've got some, you know, friendship. They've been through some times together now. That you know, they're going to be probably the closest to brothers that they could be. So I am hoping that we see Boba Fett in season three, Mandalorian. Yeah, I think that's actually something to look forward to because the chemistry between the two, as you just said, I think it's lights out. And I think they play not just the characters off of each other, but the actors work really well together, too. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with everything you guys have said. I think they were really, they were playing it close to the vest for this season. I think they were a little, maybe a little scared to, of what to put out there. They weren't confident enough in the character, naming the series after him, and then didn't give him a chance to shine. And I'll, I'll end by, by saying I don't think Cad is dead. I think Bane is sitting there, his little suit's sitting out of pulse. Somebody's going to come and get him, and we're going to see more. Yeah, I noticed the beeping as well, and I hope, I, and I hope you're right, because he was, he was pretty cool. I liked seeing him on the screen. 100%. So at the end of the day, how many stars, guys, especially when we're building on hopefully a season two in comparison, how many stars would you give season one of The Book of Boba Fett? Should I go first? Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I would, if it was a Mandalorian, gets a five. I can't give this a Mandalorian rating, so I'd have to say a four or 4.5. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I can't be that generous. I would give the first... Two, the first third of the season, maybe two out of five, and then overall, maybe three and a half. Uh, bringing the Mandalorian in was good and bad. It stole it from Boba, but it gave us some really great episodes. Uh, I just think it missed the mark too much to be up there really high, and I know they can do better, and I think season two is going to prove it. I'm going to stick with about three and a half out of five because there were some misses, but there was a lot of great epic moments with Boba. Tamora Morrison, again, just plays the character just so well, and they can really take it up a notch, I believe, in season two. So here's hoping that we do get a season two and it's even more epic than this season. Gents, thanks for coming on the show and talking about the book of Boba Fett, doing a little bit of a spoiler review. Anything you'd like to say uh, about what you're working on before we leave? Matt? Uh, no, not at all. Just kicking it out, ready for uh, some of these bigger films to come in now that we're through January and February. Some good stuff around the corner. But uh, yeah, always fun to be on. Excellent. Go to theentertainmentanswer.com. And Mark, uh, anything that you'd like to end with that maybe that you're working on or what we can look forward to as we have you back on here in the near future? Uh, yeah, I'm working on an uh, anime feature for Netflix. It's an anime about Ultraman. I'm not sure if it's going to be called Ultraman Made in Japan, but that's the working title. But the anime coming straight to Netflix. That's awesome. We were talking about that last time. I'm glad that's taking some further development and hopefully we'll have news for you the next time we have Mark Anthony Austin back on the show. Go to MarkAnthonyAustin.com. You can find him on YouTube on Boba Fett A-N-H-S-E. Lots of cool content there. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Noah here and across the county. Stay tuned. There's more coming up.